Starcasting to you from the City of Angels. Hello everyone, I'm Kiris. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the Voice of Astrology podcast. This is your astrology cosmic superpower for the week beginning Sunday, March 3rd through Saturday, March 9th, 2024. Let's journey together with astrology and explore how to connect with the stars, the planets, the energies for our new week ahead. March magic in the night sky begins this Sunday, March 3rd, with one of the royal stars in Tares, Watcher of the West, just south of the moon. Now, Antares in ancient Greek meant anti-Aries. It was a rival of Aries because of the reddish color. We will be able to see Antares just south of the moon together with the moon. And Antares is one of the brightest stars in the sky in the constellation Scorpio. Also on March 3rd, we have the last quarter moon. And the last quarter moon is a fabulous time to observe, if you have a telescope, lunar features like craters and mountains. And the last quarter moon, it has very distinct shadows that provide great contrast and viewing if you have a telescope to see this. On Thursday, March 7th, we have Mars the Red Planet appearing close to the moon. This close approach can make it very easy to see the red planet in the night sky. Friday, Venus's day on March 8th, we have Venus just north of the moon shining very brightly near the moon. You can't miss Venus, our sister planet, the jewel of the night sky, shining brilliantly. Sunday, March 3rd, we start off the week with the fourth quarter moon at 13 degrees Sagittarius. Now, the fourth quarter moon is when we move from fourth quarter to new moon. We're in preparation for the new moon action that is coming up. Fourth quarter to new moon is when we get rid of things, when we release, when we pull up the weeds and the poison from the soil that is putting down the foundation for the new moon. In other words, we're preparing, we're in this preparation stage of wanting the conditions to be just right, as favorable as possible for the new action that we are taking at the time of the new moon. So with this week starting off with the fourth quarter at 13 degrees Sagittarius, this brings in an Aries influence, an Aries flavor to the fourth quarter moon in Sagittarius. Now Aries, that influence, that second decanate of the sign of Sagittarius, it can be a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of excitement for the future. It can be very impatient to get to the future. It also is about starting and trying something that is new, different, and innovative in your life. With the moon and Sagittarius, and Sagittarius being the traveler, the moon in Sagittarius is all over the place. We've got the moon in Sagittarius making a square to Saturn, the sun, Mercury, all in the sign of Pisces, also ruled by Jupiter. The moon in Sagittarius makes sextile aspects to the two lovers, Venus and Mars in Aquarius. 
the moon in Sagittarius is also making in conjunct aspects to Uranus and Jupiter and Taurus. So all of this mixture together is about just rolling with the changes. None of them will stick. None of them are solid. So when plans change, when people change, when schedules change, conflicting stories and the news because Sagittarius rules over the new social media and publishing. So as you're hearing and experiencing all these different adaptions and adjustments, just keep it light, just roll with it. None of it is solid and know that with these cosmic energies that to make a final decision, to make a big final important plan on this Sunday is not the way to go with these astrological energies. It's more about just keeping it light, keeping the plans and the day open, knowing that these changes will take place. The fourth quarter moon is an extremely important time of the month. There are big decisions to make. When the moon is increasing in light as we move towards the full moon, that is a certain phase of gaining something. When the moon is decreasing in light, that is just as important as far as what we need to let go of. So big decisions during the fourth quarter moon. And with the influence of Aries, with that 13 degrees Sagittarius, one of the things during this fourth quarter inner time phase of the moon is to consider what have you grown impatient with? This is the Aries influence. What is it time to recognize as something in your life that is dampening the enthusiasm, the spirit, the excitement? This is the Aries influence at the time of this fourth quarter moon at 13 degrees Sagittarius. Things that are bringing you down have to go, have to be released in preparation for the new moon coming up. Monday, March 4th, we've got the moon still in Sagittarius making a square aspect to Neptune and Pisces. Now the moon square Neptune, the square aspect activates something. It encourages us, urges us to take a certain action. When it's involved with the moon, which is your feelings, making that activation aspect to Neptune in Pisces, this is about getting very clear about conflicting, perhaps confusing emotions and feelings. The moon needs something emotionally. I always say, feed your moon because the moon when the moon is satisfied we feel centered calm relaxed if we don't satisfy the moon which is always hungry it's an appetite for what it needs then the moon is also lunacy fears things that come up that are irrational anxiety the moon luna is lunacy so with this moon making this hard aspect to Neptune in Pisces, which is water, the emotions, but all different kinds of emotions, mutable, changing, duality, Pisces. So sorting through on this Monday, March 4th, the moon's day, taking the time 
to sort through what it is that you truly need emotionally. This is how we work with the energy, your cosmic superpower on March 4th. Do you really want what you think you want? Do you really feel the way you think you feel? So getting clear through big emotions, because Pisces and Sag both ruled by Jupiter is over the top, huge emotions. And sorting through this as we move from fourth quarter to new moon is crucial because the emotions, the feelings that are not authentic, that need to be released at this time. Like, I think I'm supposed to like this person or love this job or whatever it may be for you. This is the inner aspect of fourth quarter to new moon when we have to go within and sort through these emotions and find which ones are really true and which ones aren't authentic any longer. You're not really feeling it and they need to be released. Tuesday, March 5th, let Venus and all of the things that you love, all of the things that please you, make you feel good in your mind, body, and soul. Let Venus be your guide. What's happening on March 5th is that we now have the moon in Capricorn, her exile, the furthest away from her natural home placement in the sign of Cancer. The moon in Capricorn is trying to find that place of comfort, reassurance, where you feel safe, where you feel that you know and are familiar with the people and things around you. There isn't a lot of fire. There isn't a lot of light on this day. And with the moon in Capricorn, there are planets in water. We have planets in air and earth, but again, not a lot of fire. So when the light, the illumination of fire is missing, the go-to planet is Venus in Aquarius. Again, this is all of the things that make you happy, that put a smile in your heart, that bring laughter and joy is always important. But on this day in particular, because of the darkness, we could say, of the planetary lineup. In astrology, we have fire, air, earth, and water. And when there is a lacking element, in this case, not a lot of fire. When we have this missing element, we want to bring into balance, bring into wholeness the element that is missing, which is fire. Wear bright colors, wear watch comedies, things that make you laugh. It's one thing to watch the news and be informed, but to obsess over the news, which people do. No negative conversations that keep going on and on again. This is not the day to do so. You do things that bring in that element of fire, which is movement, excitement, joy, happiness, light. The light of the fire on this day will bring into balance or help to bring into balance the missing element that is needed, which is the fire. Wednesday, March 6th, we have Mars and Aquarius making a sextile aspect of opportunity 
to Chiron in Aries. Now, this is an aspect here where the Mars goes and gets something and it takes action with a lot of fortitude. Chiron in Aries is ruled by Mars. So with this nice aspect between Mars and Aquarius, sextile Chiron in Aries, this is taking the action to have a new, renewed sense of your identity, Chiron in Aries. This can bring in a new look, a new image, a new feel, at the very least, of how you're wanting to move forward with great anticipation and novelty. Try something new. Aries loves anything that is brand new, and that is first. Later on in the afternoon, we have the moon leaving her exile in Capricorn and moving into fixed air Aquarius. So fixed air Aquarius with the moon, and the moon will also be making a conjunction to Pluto now in Aquarius. So these aspects are a feel, a need for greater freedom, greater independence, a new way of thinking and looking at things. Aquarius is the fixed attitude and mind and thought process with the anticipation and knowing that yes, springtime is on the way. March 7th with the moon in Aquarius making a square aspect to Jupiter and Taurus. This is a feeling of luck. This is a feeling of yes, wanting to take a chance. Jupiter is the guardian angel. Jupiter is in Taurus ruled by Venus right now. And with that moon making the square aspect, if you get the hunch, the gut feeling, go for it, try it. Yes, you should. This can be a day for you where, let's say you've always wanted to have a conversation to the effect that something needs to end. You want to put in your resignation. It's time to say goodbye. This Jupiterian protective energy, because Jupiter is the guardian angel, and in Taurus ruled by Venus, which is love. Venus is smooth. At its best, when we look at Venus making a negotiation, Venus wants the negotiation to complete where everyone feels at peace and in harmony with the deal made. So, this moon square Jupiter in Taurus is very diplomatic, very smooth, very charming, so that if you have to say goodbye to something, like putting in your resignation, or whatever it may be. This moon square Jupiter, which prompts the action, the action towards new freedom, new independence, this is the moon in Aquarius, is very supportive, bringing in that Jupiterian quality in Taurus ruled by Venus to end a situation very harmoniously. How we end something is just as important as how we begin something. And we are in a fourth quarter to new moon ending something time of month. Also on March 7th, we still have the moon in Aquarius making a conjunction with Mars in Aquarius. Now, any moon-Mars aspect is very 
passionate. And so the passion here with Moon, Mars, and Aquarius is the intensity of, yes, this must end. Previously in this week, with that Moon square Neptune, that was the sorting through the true feelings versus, nah, don't really feel it any longer. Don't really want and need this any longer. And by the way, this happens all of the time. People have a change of mind and heart all the time. It's just a part of life. Yet with my astrology clients, when someone in their life does have a change of mind and heart, this is one of the toughest, most painful things for people to try and wrap their minds around. How could they have a change of heart? How could they not love me anymore? How could they not want this anymore? It is just the nature of our nature to have a change of mind and heart all of the time. And with this moon conjunct Mars on this day, it's very intense that yes, you're clear about what you have had a change of mind and heart about in your life. We have all had the human experience of saying goodbye and being told goodbye. With Jupiter in today's cosmic power, saying goodbye or being told goodbye with Jupiterian gratitude and love is the power, the cosmic superpower that you have. It belongs to you. Friday, March 8th, Venus's day. We are now in the dark balsamic moon phase, that place of deep reflection and contemplation, intuition, knowing where it cannot be denied what you are feeling. Now we have the moon and Venus making a conjunction. The moon and Venus are the two feminine planets, yet they are in the sign of Aquarius, which is all about the mind, logic, the intellect. Today, with this moon conjunct Venus in Aquarius, what you're feeling may not make any sense. It's irrational. You're getting messages. Go here, do this, call this person, whatever it may be. And again, it's a feeling. It's moon Venus. The two feminine planets that do not make sense, that are trying to guide you in a new and different direction that you haven't figured out yet with your mind, Aquarius. So this conflict here of what you know that you're feeling, yet it doesn't appeal to your intellect, Aquarius, because Aquarius is a fixed mindset. It's fixed air. The concepts and ideas that you have and have held onto for a long time, fixed air Aquarius. Yet the emotions, moon and Venus, are guiding you, giving you insights and intuitions, dark balsamic moon phase intuitions that are guiding you by your feelings to go in a different direction. That, with the Aquarius, will bring you greater, not only 
freedom and independence. But Aquarius is about embracing that which is different and unique, that which is original. Listen to these messages. Trust that intuitive knowing with the Venus conjunct the moon on Venus's day. When you are presented with something different on this Friday, March 8th, you're going to have a tendency to want to fight your feelings about it. Don't. Go for it. See what happens. Because as you know, as we all know, nothing is as it appears to be on a surface level. Something is presented to you in a different kind of package. Who knows? That could be something very magical and wonderful for you. Trust how you feel on March 8th. Saturday, March 9th, we now have the moon in mutable water Pisces making a conjunction to Saturn in Pisces, a sextile aspect to Jupiter, its ruler in Taurus. We've got Mars in Aquarius making a square aspect to Uranus in Taurus, the sun sextile Uranus in Taurus, sun in Pisces, Uranus in fixed earth Taurus, and then we get Mercury changing signs. So Mercury communication, the mind, the messenger, how we take in information, how we break it down and process it, and then communicate it back, enters cardinal fire, first sign of the zodiac, Aries. Now, with Mercury having been in its fall and in its detriment placement in Pisces, this Mercury in Aries that we begin on Saturday, March 9th, is the impatience to get something started. Let's move and let's think more quickly, more directly. This is Aries about not only moving forward, but how you feel your goals, what it is that you want. Now, Mercury also rules over transportation, cars, driving, short trips. So if you have been waiting and sorting through the feelings of where you want to travel to. Where is the next trip? How are you moving forward? This is Mercury and Aries. Then much more clarity will come to you and be presented as we are in the dark balsamic moon phase. We're right before the new moon, which takes place on Sunday the 10th. Mercury and Aries is reaping the reward of all of the hard work you've been doing during this fourth quarter to new moon cycle so that you can move forward with a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of spirit, enthos, and decisiveness. Now, Mercury in Aries, Aries is the leader. It's very decisive. Mercury is very bold. It just goes for it. Knowing where Mercury in Aries is taking place very specifically in your personal astrology chart, which is based on your birth date, time, and place, is necessary to know this because this is where you will take the action with a lot of confidence. If Mercury in Aries is through your first house, you're going to start a new health, vitality, well-being program and you're decisive about it maybe changing some eating habits or whatever it may be if mercury and aries is through your second that's being more decisive and clear about how you're handling your money and your talents the third house has to do with 
your siblings, the immediate neighborhood that you live in, making changes in that area and being very confident about it. The fourth house is your home, maybe buying or selling property, wanting to move, finally making this the decision to move. Fifth house is your creativity, your children, all of the things where you feel you are expressing yourself. The sixth house has to do with your employees, the things in your life that are supposed to be running smoothly so that your life can be running more smoothly. Getting the car fixed, the computer fixed, all of those kinds of things. Seventh house is the relationship, the marriage. What have we been putting off with that we need to deal with in this relationship? Mercury and Aries helps you to move forward. The eighth house debt, joint finances, uh, a credit card that perhaps should have been paid off long ago. Now you're going to do so. Ninth house is travel, education, perhaps thinking about going back to school. Now you're going to do this. Tenth house is career, wanting to make career changes. You're finally going to ask for more money, whatever it may be, but this is the tenth house of your work and career. The eleventh house is your future goals, your friends, the groups, the community that you hang out with or that you'd like to create in your life. The 12th house, what's really been going on behind the scenes? Perhaps you've been thinking about professional counseling, but for whatever reason you weren't sure, you put it off. Now you're going to take that action to really look at what has been bothering you and how to heal that. So knowing where this Mercury and Aries is very specifically taking place in your personal birth chart, and this cosmic superpower of Mercury and Aries is helping to support and guide you in a certain area of your life that it is now time with Mercury and Aries to begin something new. Mercury is not only the mind in communication, but Mercury is also the way you communicate and talk to yourself in your own head. So if nothing else with this Mercury in Aries is the decision, taking the lead, the action to be kind to yourself, to talk nicely to yourself, to build yourself up instead of tearing yourself down. That alone is one of the most loving and healing things you can do for yourself as we have this Mercury entering the sign of the newborn Aries. Have a fabulous week everyone and as Oscar Wilde once said, yes we are all in the gutter but some of us are looking up at the stars. Thank you everyone. I will see you all in the stars.